Welcome. You're listening to Coulda, Woulda, Shoulda, the podcast that pulls back the curtains in your mind. We like to shed a little light on why you're thinking what you're thinking. Everyone has a choice in life, in what and how they think. Together, we're going to focus on high-functioning habits. There is no more time to live with any sort of regret. Coulda, Woulda, Shoulda, the inspirational podcast for the inspired. Let's get into today's show with your host, Shelley R. Shearer. Good morning, world. Shelley Shearer here, and I'm feeling definitely back to myself today. So I want to, I probably should apologize for yesterday's rant. I almost took the podcast down, but I'm going to leave it. I still think there's a lot of information in there that'll get people thinking, and sometimes that's what we need. We need a little shake up in our boots to say, hey, I need to look at this a different way. I've had a really rough couple of days, I'm not going to lie, and uh, I, I hurt myself, so I was physically really crashed out, and my body just wasn't recovering, and I was like, this is so frustrating, I have so much to do, both in my office and out in my yards, and I always find those experiences really humbling, <clears throat> excuse me, because before I contracted fibromyalgia many years ago, I was quite an A-type multitasking personality, and let me tell you, that is so not my life anymore. So I've already gone through a number of huge changes in my in my life. So this COVID-19, it is just another, not thing to bear, but it is another experience to learn from. That's how I'd like you to look at it, to learn from. And one of the things that really kind of became apparent the last uh, few hours, when I say few hours, like the 24, was forgiveness. Now, first off, yesterday I, I worked and I laid down about 10 to 7 and he says, I didn't know where my husband was and he all of a sudden popped in the bedroom and he says, oh, are you laying down? He says, I just need to rest my eyes for 10 minutes. It was way too late for an actual nap, but I literally was starting to feel ill. I couldn't keep my eyes open. Well, I never woke up again till 7 this morning. <laughs> so clearly my body needed another really strong rest and I, I did. I slept like the dead. I'm not even sure I got up to go to the washroom which is a, a lovely change but I didn't eat or drink anything when I lay down for the seven o'clock little I just need to close my eyes moment. So I definitely woke up feel this morning feeling more energized and definitely more myself but also I really had to work last night while falling asleep while lying there to rest to re-pattern my mind because it was true. Everything was depressive. Everything was a mammoth. I've been talking about that, about, you know, our, our brain is tens of thousands of years old. It is meant to exist with fight or flight because danger is upon us, but physical danger and our world has adapted faster than our brain has. So now we perceive everyday stresses and anxieties as fight or flight. And we live in this high adrenaline cortisol level that is just so unhealthy for us, but we can control that. But I had to work really hard on it last night, guys. I want you to know that I still have to work on this. It is not like I, I have this podcast and I coach because I got it all figured out. It just means I practice it. That's why high-functioning habits. I know that if I do not short-circuit those thoughts, they will stay with me for days, weeks, and they could become my life, and I refuse that. I've made that change already in my life, and I refuse to stand in that, in that uh, lack of power. So last night I really had to work at shifting the thoughts as I was falling asleep so that I wasn't sleeping or dreaming or attracting uh, energetically the negativity that was just overwhelming. I just wanted to give up last night. Why am I bothering? Who am I impacting? Who am I helping? 
I, I, I why you know why that is just if you want to be if you want to approach it from a, a Christian standpoint that is just Satan that is just all the negativity if you want to approach it from law of attraction that is just putting out the wrong vibration and if you want to just approach it from an existential uh, existential hello can I say that word today uh, point of view then then that is just the wrong energy and it's just not who I choose to be so feel free to describe it whichever makes you comfortable but I made a choice going to sleep that I wanted to have make sure that energetically I was showing gratitude and I have a lot to be grateful for folks I have my husband is still working still getting paid I live on half an acre so I've got room to move around that I don't feel like I'm in a condo with other people touching my doors and my door handles and things like that I am very very fortunate missing my dog terribly right now she's been gone almost six weeks now and I gotta tell you that in five weeks now that is killer <laughs> I'm not gonna lie I wish last night when I when I get feeling like this and I'm I'm feeling sorry for myself and I'm feeling a bit depressed and I'm nodding off at sleep when I feel like that she would always be beside the bed so I could just reach down and, and pat her head she's a big dog so it was very easy for me to reach her beside my bed wasn't allowed on my bed but uh, she would come and lay down beside me and I I so am missing that connection right now and that unconditional love so yeah overall it was pretty it was kind of a rough been a rough few days however then you start paying attention when you are determined like I am or even if you stay open the universe will start popping things up on your feeds and in your life that remind you why you have chosen to be the way you are and for me a couple of things happened one I was was it Instagram a young man was leaving did this whole video he has an eye patch so maybe that might help some of you he was talking about the fact that now was he a Trump supporter I'm not really certain but I think it was more about quit blaming Trump for everything type idea because we as human beings love to find the black and white other than China you know releasing the virus on purpose it's a natural virus but they, they did it on purpose and the World Health Organization didn't ban travel so they supported them again by allowing it to travel around the world to me that's pretty much where a lot of the blame should perhaps stop the reason being is this we make even as parents I've always said this we make the best decisions we can with the information we have at hand yes there's a lot of hypocrisy going on out there yes there are some things they should have got on faster but at the same token would you really have shut the whole world down based on information you didn't have at the time we're talking about millions of people's of lives and hundreds and millions probably when we're done with this billions of dollars in lost revenue and an economic um, distress around the whole world I listened to Richard Branson saying you know Virgin Australia had to close to this week and he was announcing it saying that they're gonna do their best to to come back but right now there's no government aid there like there is in Canada United States in Canada especially we're continuously even without a pandemic bailing out our airlines which is ridiculous it's a private enterprise but whatever again so there's my little ranty so that little ranty in me apparently isn't completely dead and <clears throat> so our tax dollars get spent on the dumbest stuff in this country but that's just my opinion you don't have to agree with me the question the the situation is open the dialogue where my rant got a little out of hand yesterday was I was just struggling with the fact that there is no dialogue people are just you know drinking and numb down and they just don't want to talk about anything it's like I struggle with that I'm not getting you know intelligent feedback and and uh, problem-solving I mean I'm a coach for crying out loud my sacred gift of facilitation 
needs to be used and implemented at, you know, just like my gift of hospitality and service does and knowledge. I, those are my four sacred gifts. If you're familiar with the sacred gifts and they need to be engaged in giving at all times. And so that part of, in my circle, in the immediate circle, that's just dead right now. That is very frustrating for me. But this gentleman was, was going through things kind of point by point saying, okay, so here's the situation. Actually, the news was saying this, Trump did this. Um, would you have done this with this information at this point? Now, two weeks later, we had this information. He was just pointing out sort of the, in, the discrepancies and the, you know, let's be logical, not saying anything's perfect. Oh my gosh. And I'm not a Trump supporter in any way, shape or form. But you do have to look at the whole picture and show a little grace. So he was talking about grace in particular. And he ended his, his, his uh, video with that. And then my girlfriend, April, who's uh, uh, extremely talented and strong medium and psychic, she was talking about forgiveness today on her feed. And she has a, a wonderful Facebook group and, or page that she manages and has been putting out just really uplifting content. And I don't always check into it every day, but clearly I needed to hear what she had to say. And again, it was the same thing. We need to forgive because we can't move forward, people, as a nation, whether it doesn't matter what nation you're in, if we are not together in this. There has to be consensus and forgiveness and grace. And so I'm going to leave the yesterday's podcast up because I'm going to give myself that forgiveness and that grace, but I still want to rattle you a little bit and make you think. So there's, there's that little stinky part of me. That's like a little bit of a shit disturber wants to say, Hey, think outside your box. But at the same token, I want to temper that with the attitude that we do need to forgive. If we can't forgive our leaders, their mistakes and show some grace, what are we saying about our own lives? Are you just projecting? Are you not forgiving yourself for something that you have done? This took me years to get through guys. Forgiving myself was one of the hardest things that I'd have had to work on and developed in my high functioning habits in my forties, say for instance, mid, mid thirties to forties is where I really did that work strongly because I wanted something different. I didn't want victim. I didn't want to blame my parents and the, you know, the lack of a nurturing mother. I had a very loving father until I disappointed it. And then he just turned his back on me completely disowned me twice, but my mom was never nurturing at all. But I at least had my, the memory of my dad's love and support when I was doing what he wanted. And I clung to that. And then everything I did rebellious and everything, my family, even in my forties reminded me that I did at 16. It's like, if you are doing that in your own life, to your own children, to stop it right this minute, that is immature and cruel. People need the room to change and grow. All you're doing is showing whoever you're attacking like that, how small and unforgiving you are. And I am saying this with incredible force right now. Okay. I know that is you're hearing judgment in my voice big time. People need the grace and the forgiveness to grow and change their minds. Was I a little shit at 16? Yes. Actually, I really wasn't. I was a goody two shoes. And by the time I hit 17, 18 graduating, I started to rebel a bit. And then the first year out of university and my idea of rebelling guys was going to a movie on a Sunday. That was a sin in my house, uh, going dancing. So by 18, 19, I was dancing all the time, wasn't drinking, but I did take up smoking for seven months. Benzel and Hedges, menthol lights, extra long slims. Ugh. Anyways, so you can understand that they're like the lightest cigarette you can get. <laughs> 
I gave, took that up for a few months, not even a year, and, and stopped that nonsense because I'm a bit of a health freak. But I thought it was cool. So I certainly wasn't out doing, you know, drugs and sleeping around and, and bringing chaos back to my parents' home. I was just stepping out a little bit because I lived such a restricted and strict Christian life. And I still got disowned for it. So I just wanted to make sure I clarified those points. So make sure that things are relative in your life. But if you cannot give the people around you, and especially your children, grace and forgiveness and allow them to learn from them their mistakes you are giving them a huge disservice in life it took me years my parents still blame and, and do all that nonsense i just don't buy into it because they're wrong and i know that because my life has moved forward and their life hasn't changed so i can see how changing has helped me but it took me a long time to let go of that need for approval and believing the limiting beliefs that they instilled in me that i wasn't worthy and I wasn't worth it. It was an awful way to feel about yourself. Awful way to feel about yourself. So give us, let's everyone practice just a little grace, a little forgiveness in these, in these trying times, and we'll go on from there. I have a wonderful guest coming on the show on Thursday. Kim is a lady I met at a networking group a little over a year ago. She and her partner are from the States. They, uh, LA actually, outside of LA. She is a coach for middle-aged women. And her partner came up here and took a uh, job at UBC, at one of our big universities here. And they love Vancouver. Even though all this rain, I mean, I thought that would get to her. They still love so much about it. And the biggest thing, I introduced her to one of my best friends, Cindy, who is, is also a coach and works at UBC in, in a coaching uh, position in faculty. I introduced them last year and knowing that they were just, there was just a connection there. I thought these two women have got to share some energy and they have and are continuing to maintain a friendship, which I just love. But one of the things that Kim really said about loving Vancouver was how much women supported each other here. She goes, that just doesn't happen so much in the States and it certainly doesn't happen in LA. She says, that is just not the norm. And you guys here, and especially in Vancouver, she says, it's just a way of life for you. The women here are amazing. That did nothing but fill me with pride. Doesn't make us perfect or better. It just means that we have learned some lesson and are living it and sharing it in a way that says we want the future to look like this. And I love that compliment, even though she has to live without the sunshine. <laughs> have a great day, everyone. And I'll catch you on the flip side and on Thursday. We really hope you enjoyed this episode of Coulda, Woulda, Shoulda. Stay connected with us directly through livingwellwithshell.com. You can also join the discussion on Twitter at livingwellwithshell and Instagram at www.instagram.com slash livingwellwithshell. If you would like to speak with us, please send us an email through shelley at livingwellwithshell.com. And as always, thank you for pushing your mindset towards a better reality. This concludes the most thought-provoking portion of your day. Thank you. And remember, willpower will only get you so far if you don't have a plan. <laughs>